episode 358 of the Doctor a Day, a Doctor Who podcast. My name is David, and I'm here with my wife, Ginger. Hello. Today we're going to talk about episode 5 of The Invasion of Time. Also known as One More Closer to the Key to Time. <laughs> For me. <laughs> or is it? Because <laughs> we sort of have a key to time in this one. Yeah. So we have a, a reprise of our previous scene, but it's we see it from a slightly different angle, and um, the the doctor says, uh, "Say please don't shoot," and the Santarans start walking down the stairs towards the towards the assembled doctor and and others, and introduces himself as Store, I think he says, mm-hmm. and uh, talks to the doctor and says how the the Vardens were expendable, and they served their purpose by disabling the force field, which allowed them to, um, their invasion fleet to come into Gallifreyan space. And Stor is looking around and trying to locate the Doctor, who is calling them, who is known as the Doctor. Um, no one says anything, and the Doctor admits to being the Lord President of the High Council of Time Lords, and um, people call me Sir, he says. Sora gets angry and says, I call no one Sir, and he blasts him with his ray, and the the doctor is bathed in a glowing red light, and then um, and seems to be in distress and pain, but it's not not a stunner or a killer or anything. Sora then tells the, his other Santarans to to go off and search and find this doctor. Meanwhile, Barusa is in his chambers and he has a little green globe uh, device in his hand and it appears to be a listening device maybe attached attached to the doctor. Not quite sure on that. But he can listen in and he's hearing the doctor say, you know, president and you call me sir and then the doctor then the Bruce goes into the doctor's chambers through this secret panel in between and um, uh, he tries the device and he holds it up and you hear a little buzzing noise but he's not able to uh, hear anything so he says oh well the doctor was right it was shielding the uh, transmissions. Bruce then goes back to his own chambers and he hears uh, as the doctor has been talking to the Santarans saying Santarans saying they want victory and he says well victory over who? It's a victory over all. Um, well you can't have a victory over time and this Clues Bruce in, and he takes this as a signal to. He goes over to his desk, turns a key, opens a drawer, and there's a panel inside that he hits a button on, and there's a loud chiming noise that sounds, and it incapacitates the Santarans and the Doctor and Leela and the. Gallifreyans are able to escape. Uh, 
Castellan is left behind with the Sontarans. The Sontarans then say to, or Stor gives the order to um, apprehend the president um, at all costs and kill the others that are with him. So the doctors and others are um, hiding in a hallway outside of the, the large room. The doctor, uh, Leela, asks what the, what these are, these creatures, and she, he tells them they're Santarans and about them. He says, you know, well, shall we kill them? He says, oh, you can't. Do you know how? He says, yes. And he tells her, just a little vent at the back of the neck. She says, okay, then. So she calls out, over here, and it, uh, Santarin comes down the hallway and then forget what it was she makes makes him turn around and she throws his throws her knife and hits spot on the vent at the back of his neck and he drops so the doctor goes over and the rest of them and that was a prodigious throw and she says what <laughs> she doesn't know what he means he's that was an excellent throw so they continue on their way um at some point, they, uh, Keltner says to them that they, the group are probably headed up to the president's office. Um, so go to level level five. Um, Store can't reach his Santar, and that was on level three, and that's what we understand the one that Leela just killed. So there's uh. The doctor and, and Leela and the others finally make it up upstairs, up many, many, many stairs, um, to with Santarans following to the uh, his chambers, and they get inside and see that Brusa is there with a pistol weapon trained on them. So the Santarans have also made it upstairs, and they're trying to break down the door and. Um, Bruce says to the doctor that, you know, lead is a good shielding for transmissions, but it is subject to um, thermal weaponry and others. And so, since it's my duty to protect the president, I luckily that I had them reinforced with titanium, this and that. And the doctor says, well, you know, that's your duty to protect the president, but I've seen a lot of laxity and duty around here lately um, and kind of gestures to the gun he says oh it's not for you it's for the others with you and the doctor says oh no no they're okay I, I vouch for them he says you sure he said yes so Brusa lowers his weapon uh, the doctor and Brusa talk about what their plan should be and they think well maybe evacuation we'd have to get to the TARDIS we'd, um, but we could definitely get everybody there and they say that yes, that they should go there and they should exit through Bruce's chambers to get to the TARDIS. The doctor says something about there's something there in there is very valuable to me. So the doctor, so they go through the panel. Um, Bruce and uh, into the other chamber, and then the doctor spins the little wheels on his his door to loosen the door. So the Santarans and Keltner outside see, well, what is he, what's, what's that? And so they are curious, they open the doors, which mostly gets them out of the hallway. 
so that the others can sneak out the doorway into the hallway and out and and off. So the doctor sends Leela and the others ahead to the TARDIS. And um, the Santarans is, uh, are very upset that the room is empty now. Keltner van de Castellan says at some point he tells them that, oh yes, the president is a doctor. Um, Store is upset about this, but then he, he realized that you know maybe the Castellan will have his use. It's just like the Vardens had a use. The doctor and Barusa are in Barusa's quarters, and the doctor is asking Barusa to tell him where the great key is. Barusa says, "No president. It's every president's goal or mission to find the great key of time, key to time, key of time, the great key the great of Rassilon. Yeah. And no president has ever found it. Meanwhile, the Santarans attack." Uh, Leela and Andred and the others as they are get, trying to escape. Um, one of the outer Gallifreyans falls and Leela goes to help him. He says, no, 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 don't worry about me. You go on. You know, I, I'll just slow you down. I'm, he So he hangs back and the Santaran runs by and he gets up and he does another great throw and kills this one at least. Doctor and Brusa again are speaking more about this key, and Brusa says that the doctor should practice more of the detachment that they are trained as time lords. He says, "Well, do you do you want the the Santarans threatening other worlds? This world, all of your, you know, everyone you know, all the you know, um, their threat." Um, to time itself and the Bruce says they cannot threaten time itself not while and the doctor finishes while you have the key right and the other says well you know do you have to hide a tree where would you hide it in a forest so the doctor determines that Bruce has had the key all along um, is the keeper of the key because you wouldn't give it to the uh, Castellan, who's just a glorified guard, so he says, well, who guards the guards? So they they go to a uh, part of Barusa's room that has a bunch of keys and different bits and bobs on the wall. And the doctor tells uh, Barusa, well, which one is it? Pick it out. I know you have it. Tell me. Meanwhile, Leela and Andred um, and some of the others get to the TARDIS and get in and hurriedly try to fumble for the key and find the right one and, and get inside. Doctor has uh, taken Bruce's weapon and he says that, um, he says, I will kill you before I let the key fall into the hands of the Santarans. So pick one. And Brusa picks a key off the wall, hands it to the doctor, and the doctor throws it across the room. And Brusa realizes that he, he's not going to be fooled by this. And so he reaches down to his desk drawer that has the key still in the lock 
and that is the key, the great key in addition to the background. The Santarans are threatening Castelland. They want the key. They want to get to the Matrix. And they want them to, to do all these things. Says, well, I can't get to this, and I don't. We don't have the key. It's you know we don't. You know, he's saying how he's helped us in this. The Doctor and Bruce leave the quarters and just walk by the Santarans. The Santarans, being dense warriors that they are, don't follow or anything, but radio into Star Store and ask if the orders have changed. Like, no, catch him, shoot him, you know, go after him. So they fire upon the Doctor and Bruce and their firing blasts to do no harm and Bruce mentions that he has his medallion he wears is like a personal force field for the chance thing he says but unfortunately the batteries might be running out so we probably have to run <laughs> so they do they make it to the TARDIS well they make it close to the TARDIS and then the doctor says um, they rest for a second say you know could you can we get it get across the Panopticon room to the TARDIS and can we make it that far where your batteries hold out? <laughs> so they do make it across to the TARDIS. Uh, the doctor heads in and closes the door and says, Bruce says, well, you could, knocks on the door, says, well, you could just open the door. So he lets him in. The Santarans fire upon the TARDIS, but they're of no effect. The Castellan is having Difficulty he says to him that he can't access the matrix. He needs the circlet. You have to have that to connect to it the doctor um, Addresses everyone on the TARDIS um, Sends Andred to take the other Gallifreyans to the quarters I think tells Leela um, To take the Chancellor to the Chancellor's quarters and says well it's this down this hallway make this right and this left and there's this terrible impossible um, directions that he gives her but uh, he puts his hand out and he gives her the key and Bruce is like you're going to give this to the, this alien you trust her he says I do this is very important Leela she says well I, then I shall take care of it um the doctor then asked uh, Rodan what she um, what she does and what she studied and and gets from her the that uh, she probably knows a little bit about this and that and asked her to help him fix the essentially fix a hole in the defenses that he had created um, for the Vardens. The uh, Keltner says that the the circuits are out of order because. They've been bypassed or relayed, and he says only a time capsule could do that. But oh, there's only one the president's. Uh, Rodan and the doctor do a funny little um, tool transfer uh, conversation that she finally finishes, and then uh, on the view screen we see the barrier, the, the force field, and they can see a whole battle formation, invasion force of the Santarans. Um, the Castellan 
um, thinks that he knows a way that he can bypass this the circuits and the security and so he goes off to, to try this Rodan says to the doctor that as long as the TARDIS is secure, the doctor controls the, the barrier and the force field. So, Castellan has gone to a different panel, and he takes a lot of effort, but he pulls large switches and dials, and um, then the finally manages, and then the, the TARDIS shifts unexpectedly and violently, and Doctor knows they're in trouble, and he says how the Castellan has switched off the stabilizers, and the TARDIS shifting. They hold on; they may get thrown into a black star. And we end. So, um, I think it was a something we haven't seen for a while is then replaying the, the ending from the last episode in a slightly different manner because I think that the angle of the shot was a little different. Oh, it might have been. When they I picked didn't up notice that. And continued. They were more with the doctor in shot looking at the Sontarans when he addresses them. But, so, but I think they shifted it a little bit. That could be. I didn't notice that. So that was kind of something we haven't seen for a while. Interesting. Not exactly, exactly the same uh, way to open. Other thing is, interesting, the nobody is saying that he's the doctor because he didn't pipe up and say, I'm the doctor. Yep. You know, that the Riva and the others are, you know, learning to follow his direction without him giving them any, you know, by following his lead um, in the situation. I think they've come starting to trust him and mm -hmm. what he's doing and going along with his plans. Yeah. So that, that was a good, uh, subtle sign, I thought, that we really would have not thought about just watching it. Um, and then he, he knows how to anger the Santarans because, of course, he's met them before. So pulling this rank that, you know, people call me sir irritates Storr enough that he shoots, stuns him or shoots at him. Yeah, something tells me he was going to shoot somebody anyway. Yeah. So we get the, the impression, the, the link that the, the Vardens were working for the Santarans. Mm -hmm. And they may have had their own their own ideas as well, but they um, seems clearer to us now that they weren't going to be realized because the Santarans only wanted them to open the force field and they weren't going to let them just go. Right. <laughs> they were expendable because they're the ones that, you know, got rid of them. The, the bit between uh, Bolusa and the doctor is, um, is pretty tricky because 
Yeah, he seems to be helping. I'm not sure what victory over time means, unless that's the, the tune or something that the chimes play for the president yeah. or something. Something yeah. in that phrase, you know, told Bruza, give him a gave him a clue of what to do. Wait, in what phrase? The doctor says something about, well, the, the Santarans will never have victory over time. Oh. So um, I wondered if that was a phrase that somehow means something to Bruza that maybe that, maybe that's the, instead of, you know, Save the Queen or O Canada. Maybe it's a, a Gallifreyan anthem. Um, but in that case, any case, he's he's listening in. He must have. Either, I imagine he maybe worked out this device with the doctor, or maybe it's something he has as the Chancellor to spy on. To, I don't know. That's not really explained, but well, and the later he was using the globe to uh, test the doctor's defenses, I guess mm. you could say, in the lead room. Yeah, well, he was trying to listen in with it, I think, and that's where he noticed oh, it. Oh, that could be. It was just first. I thought, yeah, I wrote down testing the defenses because that's what I thought he was doing. Then I realized it was making that kind of a buzzing noise as he was listening to it when he was listening mm. in. So I think he was just trying to listen in, and he got no reception, but just the noise of the device. Um, so there's that, that he's helping the situation, but then um, when they get there for that second, when they open the door and get into the quarters, that Bruce has got a pistol trained on, on them as they come in. So uh-huh. I thought you'd never get here. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> so it's like, hmm, maybe he was on the other side all along. Um, but then we find out differently. So that's kind of a little twist and turn, a little bit of politics there. But I think we've, we've kind of left some of the political struggles behind. Um, yeah, it could be. It wouldn't surprise me if some of those come back. Or they've, they've taken a back seat right yeah. now to okay, the, yeah. the threat of the Santarans. That's certainly less important. Yes. And we learned that everybody can walk upstairs pretty well. <sighs> sequence was way too long. Staircase after round of staircase after staircase. Okay, we get it. But are there no lifts on Galfrey? Yeah, it was obvious they were filling. No transmat, like you said. No transmat. Um, so they have time travel. They don't have an escalator, an elevator. Really? Apparently not. Well, no, they did have a lift shaft in when the doctor was there for the deadly assassin because he went up into this tower and um, sent the lift up into the tower so that the guards would follow it and he got away. So they must have some elevators. Just not up to the president's quarters. <laughs> or they felt they couldn't use them for some reason. Oh, it could be. Could have been a tactical thing. That they, somehow they would they would know the elevators are moving to know they were going up to the fifth level. So they took the stairs. However, the Santarans Or, or maybe are, they just wanted to kill time. Yeah. <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> 
Yeah, that last one. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it was. Um, that's what's good. I think I like the the key thing made me think of you have chosen wisely. <laughs> of course, the uh, Holy Grail scene from Last Crusade. Yes. Um, not quite the same where where the doctor's not picking, but he's forcing Bruce to do it. But I think it was it made me think of it because it was the more common everyday looking key that was being used in the desk. That was the great key, or that Bruce says is the great key, rather than one of the more ornate ones, or so, you know, displayed on the wall as a decoys, I guess. So it was the plain cup, not the most ornate one, you know, the common use type thing. Mm -hmm. But I did like that. I liked the doctors handing the key off to Leela. Yes. And Bruce is outraged at that, you know, is fitting for his character. Very fitting yes. for the doctor as well to give the key to Leela. Mm -hmm. However, when the doctor says, you know, when he says, do you trust her? He says, yes. Bruce is okay. That's well, true. As he, okay as he, he could be. Yeah. You know, he probably still has some doubts, but I think he's... The point where he will trust in the doctors, the loyalty that between the two of them. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's interesting. We have seen the faith that each of them have in the other mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. So that's awfully nice. Yeah. This has been, um, I know we're not to the end yet, but this is just worth saying at this point that this has been uh, one of the better stories, even for being a six-part one, um, which usually go on too long, and I get really bored by now. Um, but this one has been a really good story on multiple levels because we, we have this development of their relationship through the actions and the, the, the experiences they're going through, um, which we don't always have in some of the other stories that are maybe more of a simple threat or a, a more of a simple plot. Um, but I think we've, we have that level of uh, interest. And then there's the, there's the political story and the, the play acting and, and uh, who's on which side, which can be very tedious, but this was uh, more interesting probably because the doctor is one of the political players. But uh, like I said, we don't have a, a high political um, focus on this one because they're dealing with this threat right now. But it'll be, I'm still interested to know what, how it's going to resolve itself and everything. Mm -hmm. Did you like some of the other human touches? We get also a, a consistent pretty consistent level of humor from the doctor too that helps yes. the story as usual his comments to himself are gut busting when they're running and they stop and says I'm too young for this 
this sort of thing as he um, presses his fingers before they run off across the room to get to the TARDIS to hand Lewis out. Yes. Um, and, and Leela has a bit too because then he, send, he sends her I think off to the TARDIS ahead of him with the others and she she resists a bit and she says well every time I, um, I leave you on your own you get into trouble <laughs> every time I do as you say and, and leave you get into trouble Anything? Is there anything I can't think of anything else. About? I think the yeah the uh, going up and up and up and up the stairs, and the hallways, um, was uh, very much too much. The other parts that I think were a little filler were. Um, well, there's a couple. Twice the um, store says to Castellan that he may be useful. Kind of like, they don't. Well, do they really have to go have that conversation again? They've already said the the how they were, the others were expendable. That maybe the Castellan would be useful, and I think he says that kind of the same thing again later on. Um, it's a little repetitive. It's, it gets a little choppy near the end where with the Santarans and the Castellan and then back to with the the doctor and, and Barusa or the doctor and Tardis and then you know they then back to the Santarans and there's really not much progress between when, from one Santaran and Castellan scene to the next you know Castellan repeatedly says well I can't do this because I don't have this I can't do this because of this um could have been a little more consolidated, I guess, and had similar results. You mean there could have been less filler? Yeah, some of it seemed a little. A lot of it did. A lot to me. I mean, he does do a couple different things, or something, but it's like the information we learn from his scenes with the Santarans are so piecemeal. They really just take away the time cutting between the things. Whereas if you just maybe two of those scenes instead of four of them. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Oh, and the, the tool conversation. Rodan asks for a different tool and the doctor hands it. Well, what do you want? Oh, so yeah. she'll say it again. And it's a ridiculous name. Like the... The Gruber Gripper or something, you know, the Crimper and the... the yeah. <laughs> and the Gruber's Banner or whatever they were. And... Uh, so that, that... And we see that happen twice. So that's that whole scene is broken up as well. So that, that adds to the um, choppy feeling mm -hmm. that I have in that part two that was one part of one of those bits was enough to establish that you know the 
kind of funny names. So you have a little bit of humor, a little bit of, well, humorous filler, but they are still working at doing something. They just didn't need to have that go on quite so much. So. Yeah. But definitely not as much as where they could cut down a whole third of the episode like we've seen before in some other stories. Although the, I, I would suggest that it's not that far beyond that. Oh. Quarter? Yeah, probably. Okay. Okay, well, I think that's all right. So, um, Cliffhanger? Yeah, I didn't quite understand how they were going to be thrown into a black star. Do we even know what a black star is? Uh, no. Yeah. It was, I, I wouldn't say confusing, but it was certainly not explained very well. Yeah. Because that would imply that they're off of Gallifrey or out of the Citadel, that somehow the TARDIS is being made to leave where it was. Well, I think that's probably something we can assume because isn't the uh, is the rotor going? I don't know. I thought we heard the noise. It's maybe throwing off the, the stabilization field makes the TARDIS dematerialize. Yeah, I don't know. But it just it doesn't seem like the thing they want to do is to send the Doctor away. They want to capture him, not help him escape. Right. So maybe that was my my real problem with it. It's like, what? How does this serve their purpose? But if they wanted to, well, no, they want to capture him. They don't want to kill him. They want to capture him because they, you know, he's their key to getting the key and their the power over the matrix and everything. I guess they don't know that he has the key for one. And they don't know that he has taken the sash and the rod and this, you know. Yeah. Um, the other items, the other Rassilon legacy items into the TARDIS, so they don't know they're sending those things away, I guess. But they should assume that they're with him. Although, do they even know? Well, I think that Castellan has an idea that the Doctor is in his TARDIS because. Um, he's using it to get into the uh, force field on the barrier for the defenses of the planet. So he knows, I think he knows that he was in this TARDIS if not still in there. So I guess that's probably a fair assumption on his part that that's where he is. So is it effective? I would, I would say no. I think it's more befuddling than I was going to say, if, if the effect, if the desired effect is that it's a confusing situation and we don't know what's happening. Yeah. That's effective. Yeah. But uh, can't tell what exactly. Um, well, I, I don't know what exactly is going to happen. Not knowing what the situation is, I can't really forecast how... They might 
what might be happening, what the danger really is, and how they might get out of it. Yeah. So there are a lot of questions. They're just not in as good a way right. as if we knew really what, if we knew more of what the threat really was. You know, like that the extra phrase that we turned off the, st- the, st- the stabilizers um, and the TARDIS is going to dematerialize. We could end up in the middle of a black hole. And then, you know, that one little phrase helps me understand that that's why there's a problem. Because if that's really the, the reason. Right. Again, we have to guess at the reason. It's not a good thing. Right. I did forget to mention that we don't hear of or really see much of K-9. So John Leeson must have had the day off. Yeah, he doesn't talk. We only yeah. hear his motors at one point. Yeah. He's conserving energy. He's tired out from his data. Um, mining. Data mining. Yes. Um, he powered himself down when Android went in the room on the last episode, and he never powered himself up again. So um, when they're leaving the room, I'm thinking, he's in the, are they going to carry K-9? Where is he? Because I saw him in the room. But we don't hear him. Like you said, we hear the motor as they're leaving. Yep. <laughs> sure, you're not going fast enough, but we, we, we hear he the never motor. Does. We can imagine him speeding into the next room. Sure. Yeah. So, I think that's it. All right. Join us tomorrow as we talk about the final episode. Yay. <laughs> and kind of sad. Yeah. Of The Invasion of Time. So join us then and thank you for listening.